Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? That was the question that John the Baptist sent with his own disciples to ask Jesus. When we understand where John the Baptist was when he sent this question with his disciples, it makes some sense. For without knowing that fact, we would be left wondering how it is possible that John the Baptist, the one who identified Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, could even ask such a question. We would be left wondering how it is the one who left while he was still in the womb of his mother when he met Jesus could not already know the answer to the question. So where was John the Baptist when he spoke these words or when he sent that question to Jesus? Well, he was sitting in prison. John the Baptist had been imprisoned by Herod for telling him that it was not proper to divorce his wife in order that he could take his brother's wife instead. I suppose when John spoke these words to Herod, he was well aware that they could cause him some trouble. But I think what is bothering John at the point where he sends this question to Jesus is the question not of why he got in trouble, but why he was still in trouble. After all, the King Jesus had come and was bringing the kingdom of God just like John had prophesied. But while John was sitting there in prison, he had to wonder what was going on. I mean, Jesus had come, and yet he had not been freed. Yes, you would think if the king of the Jews did like our modern leaders and made a list of what they would do in their first 100 days, well, releasing John out of prison should be on that list. After all, John was the one who prepared the way for Jesus' coming. After all, Jesus calls John the Baptist the greatest of those born among men. And yet, John sat there in prison. John must have been rather conflicted internally. For surely he would have some thoughts about all that had been revealed to him, about Jesus being that Lamb of God, that would take away the sins of the world. But then he would have other thoughts. When he opened his eyes and saw that prison guard staring down at him. Was Jesus the one or wasn't he? Those thoughts are not so foreign to you and me either, are they? Don't you sometimes in one moment feel at complete peace? because of your convictions about who Jesus is, and then in the next moment wonder why the things are the way they are in your life? Don't the convictions of your heart sometimes fight with the realities that your eyes see? Don't you think that if Jesus is truly the King of Kings, well then perhaps some of the first things he should do is attend to some of the immediate concerns of your life? Don't you wish, in general, that the reign of Christ in this world was a little more obvious, a little more undeniable? 
Don't you wish that Jesus would come and free you from whatever seems to be placing shackles upon you? Just yesterday, Jamie and I had such an experience. About a week ago, we found out that a friend of Jamie's sister had been hospitalized and was quite ill. Noelle, Jamie's sister, had reached out to us to ask for prayer. Even though Noelle does not believe in Jesus, she knew we did and we would pray. We had hoped that this would be an opportunity for God to manifest his power and give to Noel, Jamie's sister, an unquestionable reason to believe. We prayed. We asked for others to pray, and Jamie checked in day by day to see how things were going. And you know what? In the early days of our praying, everything seemed to be getting better and better. The reports came in more and more positive. Amy, that friend that was in the hospital, began to breathe again on her own and was finally taken off life support. It seemed as if we were going to have the chance to testify to God's miraculous power. We were going to have that chance to proclaim to Jamie's sister, look at what our God can do. And then yesterday, Jamie got a text. Amy had died. Her progress stopped rather suddenly, and things went downhill very quickly to their end. It's moments like that in life that you'd like to ask Jesus, are you the one, or should we wait for someone else? If you have never had a moment like that in your life, I suppose that you're either quite young or you've lived an extraordinarily blessed life. For we all have those moments in which our trust in the Lord seems to be betrayed by the circumstances of our life. When we use the order of matins, we sing that song, the Te Deum. It's that song we sing right after the sermon, and it always ends with these words. O Lord, in you have I trusted. Never let me be confounded, confused. And yet we must admit that at times we do trust in the Lord and yet find ourselves confused. Children of God, there is a good reason why we in this Advent season are a people looking forward to the final Advent of our Lord on the last day. There is a good reason why we as God's people look forward to that last day, not only in this season, but every day. There is a reason why we pray, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Yes, we want to see that day when God's reign and rule is unleashed in all of its power and where everything goes just the way it ought. Yes, Jesus' reign on the earth right now is not quite what it will be on that day. And have no doubt that's not his fault. For his reign is fought against in our world. It's fought against by our own sins, by the brokenness of the world in general, by Satan himself. But know this, there is coming a day when all sickness will be no more, when tears will no longer flow, where freedom is all that we will know. Well, it's not that there are no signs of God's reign in the world right now. There certainly are. There was in John's day, 
That is why Jesus told his disciples to go home and tell John that the blind received their sight and the lame walked. They told them to go tell them that the lepers were cleansed and the dead heard, or the deaf heard and the dead were raised up. He told them that the poor were having good news preached to them. And if we open our eyes, we see those same things in our world. While not all are healed, some certainly are. While not every relationship is restored, some are. And above all, we continue to see good news of the gospel continually is preached to those who are poor in spirit. Oh yes, the kingdom of God comes even now. But that does not change the fact that we are truly waiting for that day when it comes in all of its power. Yes, God calls us to have faith even in those days when we think his kingdom seems rather far away. At the end of Jesus' answer to John, he says this, Blessed is the one who keeps from stumbling over me. It seems as if this was a message direct for John the Baptist, though it applies to all of us. It was as if Jesus was telling John, don't let the fact that you're still sitting in prison destroy your faith. Don't let it make you think that the king is not here or that the kingdom is not coming. Continue to trust in me and you will see that kingdom in all of its fullness. Yes, God's way of working in our world often leaves us without understanding. I suppose that's why Jesus described the kingdom in many ways, but in one way that has always stuck out to me. He said the kingdom of heaven is like taking yeast and placing it in to a bunch of flour. You see, the kingdom of God is always working, just like yeast within a loaf of bread is always doing its work. But try to find that yeast here or there, Good luck. That's kind of how the kingdom of God is. It's always there, though not always obvious. And it's always working, even though we don't see it minute by minute. And so we are not to be offended by how God works. We're not to be offended that he brings his kingdom, most often in simple ways, rather than magnificent ones. We're not to be offended when someone that we pray for dies, as if our plans would have been better than God's plans. We're not to be offended when whatever we think is out of place in our life is not put back right away. For remember, God in this world often works in ways that we think almost unworthy of God. He saved us by sending a tiny infant to lie in a manger in a town of little reputation. Yes, the whole kingdom of God was there in that one who for a time could do no more than cry and coo and poo. And later, that same child, Jesus, would be inaugurated as king, not upon a plush throne, but upon a cross with a crown made of thorns. Yes, God in his ways, they do confound us. But know this, God is coming. He comes even now, but he will be coming soon in all of his power. 
He has always already proved that he can do this when he raised up his son from the dead and when he brought him back to his right hand. But he has promised that he will come again in the same way on the clouds. He will come with all the power and majesty of God. And when he does, then our trust in him will never be confounded again. This is what we are to know. God is God. He knows what he's doing. He knew just what he was doing when yesterday he called Amy, who was his child, home to himself. He knows what he's doing in your life, right now, in the very circumstances that you live. So join me in confessing today that those times when we think God is not doing what he should are times that we have been. Join me in confessing that we are sometimes offended by how Jesus works. Admit that in the end, all such times as those simply reveal nothing about God, but more about us. It only reveals that we often think that we could tell God how to do what he's doing better than he's doing it. And when we recognize we have been so arrogant before God, it is time that we would simply repent. That we would repent and look to him, for he is faithful. God is here this very day to forgive our sins. And he is here to give us just a small taste of what he will give us on that last day. Today the good news is preached to you, the poor in spirit. Trust God, there's a lot more where that came from. Every blessing is headed your way. So wait on God. Do not be offended by the way he works in this world. For you will, because of Jesus, get to see his kingdom come in all of its power. And soon. Amen.